This is Ozarks at Large. Thanks for being with us on this Wednesday. The holidays are a time for joy, festivity, and thanks. But for many, holidays can also bring stress, anxiety, and depression. Sasha McBain, a clinical psychologist at the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences in Little Rock, spoke with our Daniel Carruth about how to address and handle mental health during this season. All right. So, Sasha, can you tell me just sort of, you know, as we're going into the holiday season, um, what are some kind of stressors or triggers that can occur for people um, around this time of year in regards to mental health? Well, I think that one of the things that we're seeing is that mental health concerns have been on the rise for really the last 10 years. The pandemic has really deepened this ongoing mental health crisis. And then we also know that it's not new for people to experience more um, negative feelings or changes in their mental health around the holidays. Um, And so even before COVID, you know, a third of people say that they are more stressed out around the holidays. Their mental health takes a dip during this time. Um, And I think the reason why is that, you know, this is something that's pretty classically a really joyous time for people, but also a really difficult time of year for people. I mean, it's why we have these classic songs from Elvis and Bing Crosby and Nat King Cole about how sad Christmas and the winter season can be when we're not able to be with the people that we love or when we don't have those feelings that these December holidays like Hanukkah and Christmas and Kwanzaa are really celebrating with COVID, when we think about the fact that, you know, there's been about 8,500 COVID-related deaths in Arkansas to date, let alone all of the increases in in loss that we've seen to suicide, to violent crime, to substance overdoses, people are grieving and they're, they're having significant loss that's really changed what the holidays might mean to them. Right. And as we see, you know, more COVID-19 cases popping up and and the Omicron variant, there's uncertainty around that. You know, what are some ways that that people can kind of cope with stress or or disappointment uh, about having another abnormal uh, Christmas or Hanukkah holiday season as we go into that? Yeah, it's the hard answer, but I think it's the the best answer that we have to kind of sit with those feelings and give ourselves kind of the patience and kindness to know that this isn't what we want it to look like and allowing ourselves to kind of feel the emotions around it and to kind of talk with our families about it can create a little bit more space within us to find avenues to still keep in touch with the things about this time that really are important to us and that will look different for each person. And so being able to first acknowledge like, this is hard, this is not how I want it to be. And letting yourself feel those emotions and being kind towards yourself gives you more room to get flexible of like, okay, and so now how do I still feel connected to my family? Or how do I still make this time feel memorable, even though it's not going to look like how I want it to or how it has in the past? And then are there any, you know, public resources that that UAMS or other public entities provide uh, for people who maybe are experiencing some mental health uh, issues or or depression during this time of year? Definitely. The first that I recommend to everyone is something called AR Connect. 
It's a free tele-mental health service that's available to anyone in the state of Arkansas. Um, it's a 24-7 nurse line that you can call, and then they'll get you connected with the therapist. And they also have psychiatry services. They provide six to eight sessions for free. And then if you need or want more, they can help you get connected with the local clinic in your area. AY Magazine just released their mental health guide for 2021. And so if you... Um, Google their magazine. They have the full PDF up on their website. There's a lot of great mental health clinics that are there for people who are um, beyond kind of you know everyday distress and are more concerned about their own safety or the safety of their families in, in terms of suicidal ideation or mental health crisis. There are a few options. In Arkansas, we have something called crisis stabilization units. And instead of going to the emergency department or going to the police, people can go to these these centers and it's a place where you can be safe, that you can get some help, get stabilized, and then come back into your community with the resources that you need. And then, of course, our National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, which is 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. And uh, you had said earlier, you know, that the conversation or uh, just understanding of mental health over the past maybe 10 years has been growing. Do you think that the pandemic or have you seen the pandemic sort of change that conversation and people's understanding of mental health or their willingness even to talk about it and address it? Definitely. I think that there's been a lot more open conversation about mental health, um, about how this time has been impacting people. And I think that's a really positive shift because there's so much stigma around mental health and a lot of shame. And I think that people are kind of coming to terms with the ways in which we've kind of been on autopilot in our lives and, you know, in our work and in our families with things that aren't really working for us anymore. What are my values and what are what's really important? me. And I think that that's an, a really important part of mental health that, you know, we think about classic things like, you know, depression and bipolar and anxiety, but mental health is a lot more of a spectrum, you know, beyond a formal mental health diagnosis. And so I've, I think that people are really thinking about and talking about the things that are working for them in their lives and the things that, that aren't anymore and that are contributing to their stress. And you mentioned this a little bit before, but just are there any coping mechanisms or, or advice that you would give to someone if they, maybe for some of the more minor day-to-day -day depression and anxiety that you might feel around the holidays, any advice you would give to someone? There can be a lot of pressure to be in the holiday spirit. And when you're not up for that, it can kind of further put you in a low mood or stress. And so one of the things that you can do about that is recognize that you don't need to force yourself to be happy and that it's, you know, it's okay if you're not feeling that joy in that way. The important thing is not to kind of avoid by like trying to numb our feelings or kind of overusing alcohol, other substances, which we know ultimately can make anxiety and depression worse. So it's rather than kind of focusing on like what you want to push out or what you're trying to avoid, what can you pull in? to your life that does make you feel good or at least feel neutral. Just finding small things that you can do to focus your mind on that, you know, make you feel good or keep you busy. 
And then kind of, as I was saying before, riding the wave of some of those emotions, knowing that they can't hurt us, that it's okay to acknowledge them and give ourselves a little bit of patience. I think the other thing is that, you know, there's a lot of financial pressure to give gifts around this time. And so being able to give yourself permission to set boundaries around how much you're willing to spend, how you want to do gifts, you know, maybe it's going from an individual gift to a family gift and being open with your with your family and friends about what you're able to do this year and, and giving yourself permission to set boundaries around that, you know, finding other creative ways to maybe spend time or, or get around social obligations that aren't going to push you beyond your limit. Right. And then for someone who maybe is a family member or a loved one or a friend of someone who, who you know ex- is experiencing mental health, what advice could you give to them uh, if they see that or notice that in ways that they can help? Yeah. Sometimes what can happen is when we see people that we love struggling is we want to fix it. You know, we want to just like have the thing to do to make them feel better. And especially with grief, we can't fix it. You know, there's nothing that we can say in that moment that's going to necessarily be the right thing to say or take that feeling away. And so one practical thing that I always suggest that families or friends do when they see somebody struggling is let them know that you're there and that you're going to be there even when they're not answering your texts or when they can't come to the party or they can't do the things of I'm here when you're ready and letting people know that when they do want to talk, asking like, do you just want me to hear you out or do you need help problem solving? And then respecting whatever that person says. Like if they say, you know, I don't need solutions. I just really need to be heard. Respect that and be there and listen and validate. And when that person's like, you know what, actually it would be really helpful to kind of think through how I might deal with this, helping them do that and find the solution that's going to be the best fit for them and what they need in that moment. Very nice. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to add or say or think people should know? I think that, you know, finding the moments for joy and happiness where we can and not putting judgment on how we get those is really important right now. And just knowing that, you know, we all have our ideal version of what we want this time to look like. And we might not be able to fully get there, but if we can kind of break down some of the pieces of like, when I strip all of this away, what is really the important thing for me during this time? And how do I get at least some of that is going to be what helps sustain us through this time. And just, you know, like being patient with yourself, knowing that this is hard and letting yourself kind of feel the big emotions that come up and reach out for support sooner rather than later. You don't have to suffer. There's people who can be there and and help you if you need it. All right. Some very good advice. Uh, Thank you for taking the time and chatting with me. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. That was University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences clinical psychologist Dr. Sasha McBain speaking with Ozarks at Large's Daniel Carruth. The number for AR Connect is 501-526-3563. More information on that and other mental health resources available in the online version of today's episode at KUAF.com.